Oh, wow. I've done a full fin. We're back in 2007. There's so much going on. Stingray is dying of an aneurysm and the Timmins family are leaving the street. The Timmins. Rosie and Fraser have got married. Susan has been diagnosed with MS, but that's only after she's hit Bridget with a car. And Libby is returning in the wake of Susan's news. And then we've got a new edition of Ringo joining the cast. What a golden era of neighbours. Absolute golden era 2007 was. So much going on, all about family, all about, you know, neighbours becoming good friends. Oh, 2007 brings back all of the memories for me. And we had a total rebrand that year. I think it was the kind of second half of the year when it got good again. Oh, yeah. And I think they realised that after kind of like bombings, shootdowns, kind of really ridiculous Ramsey Street storylines, the the essence of Neighbours, what makes it so great, is family. Yeah, and some of the best and most loved sets in the show were used the most. We saw lots of the school, lots of storylines there, loads of Harold's and loads of Leicester Square. And just, oh, it was just everything that you love about Neighbours, I think. And it was that bit just before Margot Robbie was joining and that's when the show just came into its its golden era once again. And we had really nice defined ages. We had like a teenage group. We had like a a lot of parents that were friends. We had like oldies. We had, you know, Harold and Lou still. We had like, we had real eras of character actually and that's something, you know, reminiscing now we're really lacking at the moment actually. We are. It was kind of like complete realism when you think about it. It's a cul-de-sac for of houses on the streets and they were actually full yeah and they were full and they were full of families (laughs) and they were full of complete diverse age ranges which is what you would get in erinsborough it was just i'm gonna say again it was such a golden era of neighbors it It really was i who's your favorite character uh i don't know i had loads of favorite characters i was a huge fan of the timmons when Mm. they were in the show all of them um especially stingray stingray Mm. that when he died of the aneurysm his funeral is the only other Neighbours episode I've cried at, bar anything to do with Sonia. I remember just being a youngin and just bawling my eyes out, sat watching it in the living room with my mum and dad. Uh, yeah, I loved Stingray. Who was yours? I really loved um, the introduction of the new House of Trousers with Rosie and Fraser and when that house became yeah. a kind of teenage uni-dorm. Um, I just thought it brought, brought a really good dynamic to the show that that house could absolutely be that. Some of the other houses I don't feel work as like a, a roommate house they're too homely but that house has always felt a bit mismatched and even the layout feels like a kind of dorm it's almost borderline what they're trying to do with the brennans at the moment i think making it like a young people's anyone can come and you know aaron and david they're going to kind of do the same sort of thing maybe so yeah i suppose they're trying to do it in that sense but i agree i think you can only have the house of trouser in the house of trouser yeah, I just loved what like Rosie bought, Fraser. I just think there was this new dynamic of these fun, young Australian couples. We had like Pippa, we had like lots of twists, we had mm. Carmella, we had Carmella. we had a nun storyline way before Father Jack. Yeah. It was just classic, classic storylines. Um we had, you know, some really ridiculous stuff at the beginning of 2007, but as I say, by the end we really got back to the roots of what neighbours is. There was classic family drama. And a whole lot of like barbecues pool parties cricket in the street you know all sorts of neighborhood vibe stuff it was just an absolute golden era Mm. if you had to choose a favorite moment what would you feel like you'd go for (sighs) favorite moment um from 2007 i really enjoyed i mean in this storyline went on for quite a while but i really enjoyed the rachel and angus drama so angus was the school teacher i think it was for its time i feel like it's been done a bit now like with the whole finn and um Zamphi thing i suppose it was a bit like it as well but back in that time i felt that was really scandalous maybe that was because i was quite young watching it but it was like rachel sneaking around she was sleeping with a teacher he was quite hot like 
she's quite hot. You know, it was great. I was just like, oh my God, the school was being used a lot. You know, as you said, it felt it felt quite authentic. It felt classic. It felt like a proper yeah. soap storyline. Um, and I really enjoyed that. I really actually enjoyed the introduction of Mickey um yeah. with his dog yeah. um and just again just that like real dynamic of the fact that you can bring a brand new family to the street just smack them in there and it will work yeah um i really liked the park family i loved bridget i loved um mum and dad miranda and steve i think it was yeah, I think, yeah. um and there was the brother that they just wrote out very quickly because he was obviously <laughs> shit um you know and they they do that a lot they bring in a big family and then we like cut down on a few of the members that are a bit unnecessary and we've seen that with the turners when they came back and you know they yeah. do this a lot and it works really well um but it just had a new energy neighbors it had brand new titles they were very hollyoaks-esque it felt very modern very dynamic very multicultural um they were trying to bring in different elements of australian and melbourne living it suddenly felt bigger than a cul-de-sac it suddenly felt like a place that is inside australia i, felt I just like. think it felt really busy like the street felt like there was a lot of people on it and the surrounding areas where people lived pool and l they're just there were so many there was so many so much dynamic to it and that's what made it just a, such a strong year i think i think so um we've got to talk about the tease we put out this week and hopefully why many people are listening to this. I was really, 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 really excited about this. Chant to Ringo? Chant to Ringo! I spoke to Ringo. I was absolutely gutted. The Ringo. Gutted that I couldn't have had a chat with him as well. Work commitments took me, um, you know, how to do work instead. But Alfie got the opportunity to chat to Sam Clark, Ringo. From he back was in the just day. so nice, so Australian and super talented and just the nicest guy i'm gonna say it again he was so nice like he was so nice yeah and he won the part on the show yeah he auditioned for it but i'm not gonna go into this okay sorry you were not there the interview's <laughs> great. great spoilers <laughs> um this is sam clark aka ringo sam thank you so much for speaking to us today no worries thanks for having me so um we got to start right at the very beginning back in 2007 or it might be before that i suppose um you won the role of ringo after entering a competition um that must have been quite surreal can you tell us like a bit about that uh yeah it was a pretty crazy experience um I'm, i was 18 years old i'd just finished high school i was trying to work out what it was that i was gonna you know, do with my life, what sort of serious job I was going <laughs> to take on and um, then entered this competition and was lucky enough to be uh, pulled out of 7,000 people to win the role of Ringo. Um, and uh, that's the start of my acting career, really. Yeah, it was a yeah. crazy experience. And, for you know, being that young, it was um a hell of a ride what a way to start on like your first acting role as well to be on ramsey street it's just huge <laughs> yeah um what what did you have to do in the audition was it just kind of like random script reading can you remember i know it was obviously ages ago now <laughs> it was quite a while ago now um but yeah there were multiple audition rounds so to begin with you had to do a kind of like a video diary script um and that was how they got people to send in their audition tapes Okay. So that was the first round. Um, and then from there, we had to audition uh, behind closed doors at our local Westfield shopping centre, just like a big shopping mall kind of thing indoors. Awesome. Um, and that was with the casting director of Neighbours and uh, a bunch of other people involved in the competition. And then they narrowed it down to, I forget, 
what the numbers were <laughs> getting on now, but narrowed it down that day to a top, I think it was like maybe 10. Um, uh, and then we had to audition on stage at the Westfield out in the open in front of all the people shopping there with the neighbor's cast member. Oh, wow. So that was crazy. Um, and then from there, we the final group was uh, five guys, five girls, um, and they flew us to Melbourne and we did, you know, a tour of Ramsey Street and all that, auditioned on set, um, had to do improv. It was, uh, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy experience. And then we had to wait two days to find out who the winner was going to be. <laughs> That's so, so, that was, so cool. Mad. Yeah. Mad experience. <laughs> did, did you have any idea that like, I mean, I know, you know, you're a humble guy, but was there a point of where you kind of went, I think I've got this in the bag or was it always like, I had no idea. I don't know if I'm doing no. good or bad. <laughs> Abs- absolutely no idea. I, um, my, one of my best mates, Tim Phillips was another one of the yeah. contestants. Um, and so we, we had a, a really I mean, amazing experience of being able to go through something like that together. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we, it, it was, uh, it, there was no point when I thought I had it in the bag and I can still remember being in the back lot and having it announced and just being so confused. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, took a it must've before. just been it, surreal. It took like it took like maybe about six or seven months before I started to, um, realize that it was, you know, like that this was my job now and, mm. and that my life had changed drastically. And how quickly after winning did you have to start filming? Uh, I think it was about a month and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Not long at all. Yeah. So, you know, pack up home, move out, for, you know, live by myself for the first time. Um, I mean, I've always been a pretty independent kid and you know human so uh that's that wasn't a huge huge challenge but it definitely was a a, you know a lot to take on all at all at once first acting job yeah absolutely learning a lot um all at once but um yeah it was amazing was there anybody that kind of um took you under their wing cast or crew was there anybody that kind of stands out because as you say it was your first job you know or were you kind of like i'm just gonna kind of fake it till i make it (laughs) what was the what was the strategy Um, I mean, I'd always been involved in drama stuff yeah. throughout high school and in primary school, and I I always enjoyed that, and that was something that I thought was quite possibly part of my future. Um, so I'd always had an interest in acting, but I definitely had a huge amount of support from the older cast members there, especially Ryan Maloney was incredibly helpful in in the early days and actually I auditioned with him um, in the final stages of the the competition. So it was really nice to have his support. Um, Alan Fletcher, who plays Dr. Carl. um, Who you ended up living with. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I lived in a lot of places. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of many, but I feel that's got to be one of the most iconic to say you you lived with Carl and Susan. (laughs) Yeah, to to live with and and House of Trouser. I was pretty happy that those were... Those were the two main, so, yeah. 
some of the most iconic. And I mean, um, once you did start, you had some huge storylines. I mean, I remember watching, um, you know, you had marriages, you had a relationship with Carmela, you had sibling drama, you had an eating disorder that was kind of um, for its time in soap. And I still think now, you know, was a real standout storyline that hasn't really been portrayed that often um, on television, never mind soap. Um, do you have any that really stand out for you or anything that, you know, you really enjoyed doing? Well, I, I 100% agree about the eating disorder storyline. I was so proud that the writers of the show gave that storyline the time that it deserved. Um, and it was a very cathartic experience for me, um, having uh, grown up close to someone with an eating disorder. Um it was, uh, you know, a, a very worthwhile journey for me to just go on. I was very lucky to have that experience to be to be given that opportunity to portray that. Um, I, obviously, the the wedding was <laughs> big to do, um, and uh, and you know, I just enjoyed all my time on the show with with those guys so much. Uh, Margot was just an incredible scene partner for so many years, and I learned so much from her. Um, and, uh, I mean, there were so many storylines, there was comas, I cut my femoral artery at one point. I mean, it got, it got pretty soapy at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We always talk about 2007 as the year that neighbors went a little bit crazy, but you know, we're here for that. That's fine. <laughs> I feel like we might be going through that again soon on the soap. So that's okay. <laughs> so, so we're going back to 2007 now. Is that, that, that's well, the story? Yeah, so Finn Finn Kelly um, is a character who's just joined the regular cast, and he's um, he's got amnesia. He got pushed off um, some rocks by Susan Kennedy. So terrible Whoa. act by Susan. Yeah, but he was quite evil. What? He tried to kill her. What he poisoned the school. Susan? I know, poor Susan. So um, he he has the brain of of a nineteen year old because he thinks it's two thousand and seven. So yeah, wow. we just thought, what a better way than to talk about two thousand and seven neighbors? And it does feel like it's kind of come in full circle with some of the craziness. So. That's <laughs> I have to say, oh, that's great. Um, do you, um, you know, you mentioned the wedding there. I mean, at the time that was like compared to like a Kylie and Jason wedding in the scale of it, there was so much press around it. And, you know, um, for both, you know, yourself and Margot, you were kind of uh, very new to the acting scene. You know, you were kind of establishing yourselves, um, you know, to look back now on those scenes and, you know, to know that you played alongside Margot, who's gone on to do films and stuff. Um, you know, how, how, how does that feel? That must be really bizarre. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible to see the success that Margot's had. She's an incredible talent and she's such a lovely human being as well. So um, stoked to see her success. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, it's it's one of those things. You, you, you're very lucky at, at any moment to be getting paid to act. And I got to do that for almost four years on yeah. a show that I grew up watching um, as as my entry into the industry. And, and I feel very, very lucky for, for those years and that training and uh, everything that I learned while I was there. Yeah, I, I think it's just so magical. I think you had such a golden time to be on the show. Um, it was going through so many changes. It had its kind of rebrand and it was becoming very modern. And, you know, we had a lot of teenage storylines and, um, I think it did, it definitely opened the door to, to do more with the show. And I think that's definitely something they've taken inspiration from even now, you know, I think definitely, you know, the, 
they're in going Donna storylines and things like that. Definitely things that still play up. Um, do, do you still keep in touch with any cast or crew? I know you're friends with Tim, as you said, you auditioned with him and then he played Daniel Robinson um, for a good few years. Um, but is, is, yeah, is there anyone else that you kind of cross paths with or? Yeah, well, Tim and, and Ben Nicholas who played uh, Stingray. Uh, Stingray, yeah. Yeah, and, and myself, we catch up uh, semi-regularly to, uh, to play video games online because we're super cool. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually a really fun, uh, fun way to catch up just you know put the headset on and chat away and see what's happening uh, over the other side of the world and um yeah we're, we're good mates so any any time we get to catch up is good um margo is obviously very busy but love catching up with her whenever uh she's in town for you know a few days um yeah. and I, that's I so that, cool yeah they're the people i'm closest with i know matthew workmeister's moving out to la so that's exciting look mm. forward to hanging out with him again soon so i suppose with tim and i suppose donna as well um but with daniel and donna they're actually they, they didn't get killed off so there's a potential they might come back so i suppose yeah. that's going to be a little bit of a sore subject <laughs> <laughs> oh, i don't know i like i like the pressure of being being booted out of the nest of being dead (laughs) (laughs) well the lack of pressure it's like i I, I, there's absolutely no way they can bring me back or can they (laughs) well i do get you know pretty regularly people will ask me if i'm gonna come back and i sort of go well i guess stranger things have happened (laughs) yeah stranger things have happened we've had um uh toady's wife d come back this year as fake d but is real d gonna come back we don't know you know that's a story at the moment um but i mean yeah who knows you you could be back in the future i mean talking about the future um you've been working on loads of stuff you've been on grease live you've been on the netflix comedy friends from college you've been working on new music um in the last kind of 12 years since 2007 um what's happened what you've been up to what's changed well, I moved to uh, America. I moved to LA about uh, six and a half years ago. So that was a, a pretty big change in life. Um, then, sort of getting set from, you know, set up from scratch out here. Um, had multiple uh, changes in representation and stuff like that out here, trying to find the right right team and the right fit. But uh, have worked on a number of films. Uh, there's one that's. Uh, I'm getting emails about as as we speak. Um, that's in the final stages of being finalised. Just need to do some ADR on that. Um, that's my first lead role in a, um, a feature out here, a movie called Tell Me I Love You. Don't have a release date as yet, but it sounds very close, which is exciting. Um, Friends from College was an amazing experience. Um, flew out to New York. I mean, the, the audition... So that happened, I think it was on a Wednesday night, and then it was a self-tape, incoming request, um, and then uh, Friday I found out that I had the role, no, Thursday I found out that I had the role and then flew out Saturday morning to New York and started shooting wow. on Sunday. Um, so that was a whirlwind of an experience. Um, but super fun to, um, to play, you know, play that character, to play opposite those incredible comedians. I mean, it was, uh, it was a hell of an experience. It felt like it was all in the timing with that show. Like a lot of your lines are kind of like, they're kind of like that, or the whole cast really. It's like that point where it's gone so far past awkward that you just have yeah. to kind of like laugh along with it. Um, yeah, and that's what's great about the show. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you played you played a Brit. You played David Beckham in that, so that was great. I did, <laughs> I did. I've had to do I've had to do a bunch of different accents recently. Yeah. For, for and and in auditions, I had to do an Austrian accent on oh, Friday. Wow. Um, having to do more British stuff, which is always exciting. Any any chance to you know see me come back to the to the UK to work on anything would be very very exciting. Um, but yeah, also working on music, um, writing, recording. There's some original music in that uh, movie, Tell Me I Love You, that I mentioned. Um, and just, yeah, keeping keeping on keeping on. It's, uh, it's at a point where I've um, really got a very, very solid foundation out here and feel like the next few years could really take off in a, in a really big way. So I'm excited about where things are heading. That's, yeah, I think that's so cool. There's so much going on for you. I mean, I remember um, watching Friends from College and I remember tuning into Greece Live and as I say, you popped up and I was like, oh my God, Ringo's there. What is Ringo <laughs> doing? Um, it was great. Um, was, now. Oh my God. Didn't know that was possible. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's great. There's so many different things you're working on. Do you find that when you go into auditions, especially in, in the US, um, you know, when I talk to US friends about the fact that um, we have a neighbors podcast, the first question is like, number one, what is that? And number two, you're like, and it's not Australian soap. And then they're like, we've never heard of that. And I feel like it's a real Europe and Australia thing. But do you it find is. that or do people do people get it? <laughs> Uh, I mean, in LA specifically, uh, more people get it because it's just, you know, it's an industry heavy city and there's a lot of Australians here. And if they're in the entertainment industry, chances are they've worked on something like Neighbours or Home and Away at some point. Yeah. Um, so they do have, uh, you know, there is a certain level of recognition out here for for them, but not in terms of people knowing anything about your, your character or your storylines or you know because no one grew up watching it so um so it's it was uh it was actually quite a refreshing experience having <laughs> come from a number of years of sort of heavy recognition in australia and uh in the uk whenever i would be in either of those countries um i would get recognized and then to move to america and be almost entirely um, just anonymous. It was uh, it was a, a very lovely change. Yeah, it must have been. It must have been weird to kind of do that. I suppose the other way around, because as you say, you had that fame so early. So then, actually, to kind of work backwards and and kind of be able to build it up again, I think that's quite nice because you've 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 kind of had that that moment of peak in Australia. Yeah. So now it's like I'm going to do this again, but somewhere new. Um, yeah. You mentioned you learn a lot there. Is there any is there anything you tell yourself like that 18 year old or, or any advice? Um, just to be patient, like, you know, always, always be proactive, but be patient, um, and enjoy as much of it as, as possible. Mm. Don't, don't let the, uh, the, the little victories go unnoticed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just to wrap up, I mean, Neighbours is such a global phenomenon, um, but us Brits absolutely adore it. Um, why do you think that we love it so much? You know, what is that magic formula? Mate, I, if I knew that, I guess I'd start my own show. Um, <laughs> um, I, I mean, obviously, there's something pretty magical about Australia in general as a country and yeah. uh, and showcasing some of the best parts of that on Neighbours. Uh, you know, that it makes... It, 
um, especially for a country like the UK where you have quite a bit of rainfall and cloud cover. Um, you know, to put it nicely, yeah, to put it nicely, yeah. <laughs> that it could make you feel, you know, pretty envious to see the, you know, the, the warm days and the, the pools and all that sort of stuff. So I think that that's a, a big part of it um, is sort of selling that dream of Australia. Um, and... I mean, there's obviously been some incredible producers that have kept that show running for as many years as it's run. I mean, running a show at all is difficult. And to to run one for that many years with as many episodes as they've shot is uh, a real feat. So there's obviously some fantastic teams working behind the scenes to to keep it afloat. I think that's a great answer. I think that's a very uh, very clear-cut answer, which is good. <laughs> but if you do work out what that magic spot is, let, let us know, okay? We can go in that 50-50, no problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Sam, thank you so much for um, taking some time out to speak to us. Um, we're all big fans of yours, and uh, I Thanks know so. that our listeners are going to absolutely adore listening to this. Um, really excited to hear your new music, um, the new releases that are coming out, and uh, we'll stay in touch, and we'll, we'll definitely post those out to everybody that's listening as well so they can make sure they can find out where to find you. Awesome. Thanks so much, Alfie. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Cheers, mate. Mate, mate, he called you mate. He called me mate. Mate, I if feel... I knew that, I would do it myself. Oh, God, he's great. I feel like I've basically done a script read-through with Ringo. Yeah, that's just that's just a magical moment. Now, I bet when you were watching Ringo back on screens in 2007, I bet you never thought the day will come when I interview him on a Neighbours podcast. No. And did I ever think he would mutter my name? Did I think? No, I did not. Oh, he just sounds like the nicest guy. Thank you so much, Sam, for being involved in our podcast. Our first interview on our podcast as well. First of many, can we say. Yeah. And part of our 2007 special. Just sounds like the nicest guy. God, I'm just so envious. He was great. You know, it is a real uh, privilege that we get to speak to cast, crew. Um, We get to talk to a lot of them across Twitter or on social media. But to actually have somebody on the phone... Uh, speaking to us on the podcast is just another level so you know we really do appreciate it um as i did mention in the podcast sam is um out and about he's got new music coming out he's got new shows coming out he's working on lots of stuff um and if you want to go and follow him the links will be in the description to this episode but also he's at the sam j clark c-l-a-r-k no e um on social twitter instagram go get him he's got some very lovely photos on his instagram that um i would thoroughly recommend checking out wonderful (laughs) (laughs) um i think that's a good place to leave it there i need to go off to check his instagram right thanks again sam for being part of our show we really appreciate it let's hope that much like the magic of 2007 we're getting back there in the episodes of neighbors to come with the family the friends the perfect blend um all of that i just hope we can get back to that 2007 golden era yeah absolutely um it really was a golden era and i think that you know, characters like Ringo, you know, Donna, um, even having the oldies, Lou, you know, and um, Harold, we, we have lost some of that essence right now. And it would be fantastic to have that back. I think we're in an era again where the show's regenerating like a Doctor Who character to give Mark a bit of love. They'd love yeah. that. Um, you know, we are moving. We're seeing lots of cast annou- announcements, lots of changes. Um, and that's got to be a good thing. Change mm-hmm. is good. Change is always good. It's going to refresh the show and let's hope it's going to push it into a really successful future because that's what we want for it. I'm excited. I remember all of the Neighbours changes every time a cast change up happened or any time the titles change. I remember them all. It's a great time mm. in Neighbours and it just gives it that life which keeps it going as a show and the show that we all love. So 
I'm excited for this one. Yeah. So we've gone back to 2007. Soon we're going to be back in the current day. Um, So if you've just joined us, please make sure you subscribe so you can hear the latest from us soon. We are at Ramsey Speak all over the socials. Please come and join us. We've got fun and games on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And uh, we really hope to hear from you soon. We're often chatting about the episodes on there. So please come and join us. Yeah, do. Come and have a chat online. And until then, we'll we'll see you in the next episode. See you soon. Thanks for listening. 